Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Friday, the 29th day of October, 2021. Mount Hood, one of the volcanic peaks in the Cascade Range, is named for Samuel Hood, a British naval admiral in 1792. Daniel Decatur Emmett is born in 1815. Emmett learned to play the fiddle at a young age, and after a stint in the army as a fife and drummer, he began playing banjo in the minstrel shows. He is best known as the author of the song Dixie, but he was an Ohio native and performing in New York City at the time. He is quoted as saying, if he had known how the South would later use the song, he would not have written it. It is likely it was first performed in blackface, which is what the minstrel shows were all about. Eighteen countries meet in Geneva, Switzerland, and agree to form the International Red Cross in 1863. Editorial cartoonist Bill Malden is born in 1921. Malden enlisted in the Arizona National Guard, and the unit was federalized two days later. As a cartoonist, he volunteered for the division's newspaper. He will make his way up to Stars and Stripes, which is the Army's daily newspaper for enlisted troops. Part of his legacy is his Army-themed cartoons of this period. Back in civilian life, his cartoon of Lincoln, as seated at the Lincoln Memorial, Weeping over the assassination of President Kennedy won a Pulitzer Prize. October 29th was Black Tuesday. The day was actually one of several the New York Stock Exchange crashed. On the 29th, the market closed down about 12%, the day before about 13 Then on the 30th, it gained back about half the previous two-day losses. The bigger story was, in early September of 1929, it had reached a record high of 381 by the 13th of November, it will be down to 198. It will gain back part of those losses. By the middle of April 1930, it is back up to 294. At that point, it begins a two-year slide to a low in July of 1932 when it reaches 41. It will be 1954 before it gets back up to 381. The bottom line is, Black Tuesday was bad, but mostly a myth. The stock market crash was not a single day or even a bad week. Sonny Osborne, half of the bluegrass duet, the Osborne Brothers, would have been 84 today. He passed away earlier this week. Sonny was the banjo player of the group. He is survived by older brother Bobby, who will be 90 in December. Painter and television art instructor Bob Ross was born in 1942. Ross had dropped out of school in the ninth grade and enlisted in the Air Force at 18. He made a career of the Air Force, retiring in 1981 after 20 years. He had begun painting while in the service. Film producer Don Simpson is born in 1943. Simpson was from a rather conservative background and might well have been the poster boy for the Sprong Factor. He paired with Jerry Bruckheimer, and they did very well at their craft, producing some of Hollywood's biggest films. Simpson seems to have also been a poster boy for the decadent Hollywood lifestyle. Actress Kate Jackson is 73 today. You might remember her from Charlie's Angels or The Scarecrow and Mrs. King. The first ever computer-to-computer link is established in 1969. This is a precursor to the Internet, which will be another two decades in the future. The M25 Highway, a beltway around London, is completed in 1986. Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher cuts the ribbon. Federal agents are not known for having a sense of humor. 
and the Secret Service might be the most dour of the lot. In 1994, Francisco Duran fires multiple shots at the White House. Okay, that is a really stupid move. But he is charged and convicted of attempted assassination of the president. Probably a bit of an overkill. This reminds me of an experience a couple of homeschooling moms had while in Washington, D.C. They and a couple of their small children were walking past the White House and commented to themselves that the fence didn't seem all that secure or imposing. Then, within a heartbeat, an agent was walking inside the fence just a few feet away. Their eyes met, and he casually showed a weapon. Yeah, they have no sense of humor. First U.S. astronaut and Senator John Glenn becomes the oldest man in space in 1998 when he rides the shuttle Discovery on a mission, STS-95. Glenn spent nine days in orbit, his longest mission. William Shatner made an 11-minute flight a couple of weeks ago. Shatner is 90, so who holds the record? Shatner is the oldest to reach space, but it was a quick elliptical flight and not an orbital. Guinness says the record goes to Shatner. NASA says Glenn, since his was orbital. 2009, Delta and Northwest Airlines merge, reducing the number of legacy carriers to five. The airlines and railroads are both playing the same game, merging to form mega carriers. The problem is, mergers only make sense when you can leverage the economics of scale. There becomes a point where the company gets too large to be practical. The bureaucracy kills the efficiency gains. And that's History and Comment for the 29th day of October. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.